Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Matchball 30 sponsored by Calidus, leading consultants in health and safety, project management, asset management, environmental services and training. Visit wearecalidus.com for more information. The Matchball. We've reached April 1992 on the Matchball 30. Now our game-by-game journey through the 91-92 season, 30 years on and its main road. It's Manchester City today. Dan, Michael and Moscow on the journey with you. Before we get to the game today, lots to talk about that's going on in football at the minute. And uh, there's talk of a strike. So the game might yet grind to a halt, which we don't want when we're trying to go for the first division title. I thought Margaret Thatcher had sorted all this nonsense out. Look at it. Back to this again, are we? <laughs> uh, yes, it's around the, the the Premier League proposal. They've been offered a million pounds of the PFA, but it, it ain't enough for them. They, right. want, they want 10% of it rather than 5%. And that's, this is the TV money, is it? It's mm. a lot of money for the telly, isn't it? Well, it's this brave new world we're going into. I don't I don't know how they think it's sustainable paying that sort of money for, for TV rights for, for football, but there we go. Nobody will be able to watch it anyway because it's all going to be on satellite, so it's um, completely daft. Square reels. Um, Gary McAllister is the Leeds PFA representative and um, he's, he's had a word about this saying it's basically a question of getting a fair deal from the Premier League. Not looking for confrontation though and hopefully common sense will prevail. Yeah, we seem to be mainly keeping out of this as much as we possibly can. Wilkinson's kind of just say, oh, there's too many people sticking their noses in. We, there's too many people wanting to say on this. We just need to get... Everybody wants a bloody slice of the pie, don't they? Mm, just, I think he's quite rightly concerned about it knackering up our season as well, which uh, having got to this stage of it, it would be a shame if we start having to have breaks or seasons abandoned or whatever on the back of uh, of this sort of thing. But Wilco, yeah, he's happy to leave it in the background, I think, this one. Not spoken to the players. Don't know what I can speak to them about, really. Leave them to it is the general vibe. We'll get on with it. Although we do need to look at the anti-League United conspiracy that does permeate throughout football and direct our ire in the direction of the PFA again because of the awards... Gary Speed should have won the Young Player of the Year award. Didn't. Scum bias again. Lee Sharp last year. Ryan Giggs. Brian McClare will probably win it next year. All this while winning absolutely nothing. I mean... That counts. That, that counts, yeah. That's the key thing. Yeah, others on the shortlist. Rob Jones, Steve McManaman, and Dwight York and Alan Shearer. I'd have had Ryan Giggs behind every one of them. I mean, Wilkinson's right when he highlights um, not just Gary Speed's age, but his all-round ability. He says uh, he has so much going for him. I can see him finally becoming a top sweeper in the Beckenbauer mold. Hopefully not quite as much of a cheat. But you don't say that about Steve McManaman. Nobody's expecting him to be moving different positions and playing all over the pitch and dictating from deep. He's just a winger with funny air. So it's kind of, 
I don't really see uh, um, how Gary has not won this. They're trying to throw us off the scent a little bit as well because the Division 1 Team of the Year has been announced. So they put McAllister in there as a bit of a sop to us so we don't start to smell a rat too much. But that team is Tony Coton in goal, Rob Jones, Stuart Pearce, Gary Pallister, Des Walker, Ray Houghton, Gary Mack, Andy Townsend, Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer and Mark Hughes. Yeah. Three up front. Unusual. Seem, seems like they've wanted to squeeze people in there. They've just gone, if we don't put Mark Hughes in, he'll fucking complain, won't he? He'll be, on, he'll be banging on the door, having it's, a moan. Uh, it's Gary Lineker's last season before he goes to Japan as well. Oh, so he's never uh, sympathy, isn't he? Yeah, there's a lot of um, favours being done. Uh, Mel Sterland, we mentioned um, ahead of the West Ham game last week, might be out for the season. Confirmed now. Leg in plaster. The first of two. I don't know. I don't know exactly the, what, what's going on medically. But he's the, the, the have, double bagging him. He's going to have it off, and then they do something. Not have it off the pot off. Um, <laughs> that's probably not on the table for him at the minute. But yeah, he's going to have the the pot off. Then they do something else. Then he's onto a second pot. So it's uh, it's a sad end for him this season for Mel. Yeah, it doesn't sound uh, straightforward, does it? Is it too one? late to get Mike Whitlow back? <sighs> Gone. You got to let, let that one go. Big mistake. Like I said, big mistake. Still spinning Shakespeare's sister. Right. Um, some good news though we've got uh, a tournament coming to Ellen Road in the summer that's exciting isn't it the Makita tournament you know the tools people mm. what, is that what we're competing with yep power tools cool <laughs> fight to the death with power tools I don't know what we'll see it sounds exciting um, it's going to be held at Ellen Road in August just before the new season it's been at Highbury and at Wembley before as this thing and do we know who is playing in it us yep and a top Italian and German side, right, is all we know at this stage. Combined, who knows? Who knows what these power tools people will do? Blending, sanding them down, <laughs> sticking them together. <laughs> oh, dear yeah, me. European football, sort of. Well, we've had a chuckle at that, but unfortunately, the laughter has to stop right now because, well, it's probably over, isn't it? Now, uh, Scum have played their one of their two games in hand midweek. They've gone to Norwich, Carrow Road. They won three one. Ins. Scored twice. McClare scored another one. We're off the top, lads. Wilkinson was still coping with it very well, saying, I don't really feel any difference about being in second place instead of first. And to be honest, I don't see the point of me discussing Manchester United because I'm not their manager. We, uh, as far as we're concerned, we keep going. It's a long season with 18 points to play for. We've operated all season in a certain way, playing relaxed, stylish, attacking football. But when the season in the manner in which we deserve, we've got to keep on playing like that. So that was before we went to Manchester City. Don't know how he, uh, if you felt the same at the end of the game. Well, the lineups that took to the field at Main Road, we've still got this uh, square pegs in round holes thing with the shirt numbers that's confusing everybody at this stage of the season. John Lukic in goal, Eric Cantona at two, Tony Dorigo, David Batty, Chris Fairclough, Chris White, Strachan, Wallace, Chapman, McAllister, Speed. So it still jars me every time I see Cantona in that number two shirt. We shouldn't have forwards wearing number two shirts. Uh, John Newsom on the bench with Steve Hodge. Man City lining up with Tony Coton, Neil Poynton, Andy Hill, Keith Curl, Michelle Vonk, David White, Mark Brennan, Steve McMahon, Fitzroy Simpson, Mike Sharon, Niall Quinn. They're 11. Ian Brightwell on the bench. Peter Reid, their manager. White back in though after suspension, which is good news. Really, really tightened us up. Yeah, you'd expect us to be more defensively Fantastic. sound and so on. Weird kickoff time for this one as well, but this is the police that have intervened here. To avoid congestion with a festival to mark the end of Ramadan, it means we're kicking off at two o'clock. That's what the feds have said from Greater Manchester. It was also the uh, the fallout from last season when we broke Peter Swell's precious seats 
Those, wooden, those wooden benches, Moscow. Yeah, the ones that couldn't withstand a, a mouse um, hopping on them. So that's probably a factor as well. But um, uh, we won 3-2 that time. Last time we were at Main Road. What a great, great day out that was. Live on the television. Everybody enjoyed it. Felt really positive. Real great time to be back in the first division. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, we got underway with our strange 2pm kickoff and it basically went downhill from there. Uh, because The, as the we players know, didn't bloody turn up till three, etc. Yes. 4-0 uh, and you probably have to concede that this is a devastating blow to the title hopes. Um, Man United not in action today and they are top two games in hand on us and a point clear after this because we got absolutely pumped 4-0. What the hell has happened here? I mean, the form's not great, is it now? You're looking at uh, unable to score against West Ham, the worst team in the league, getting absolutely trounced at Man City. We're a, they're a decent side, but they're not well. They're not as good as us, I didn't think. No, well, they are sixth, so, so they're not bad, but still. I don't think anyone expected this, though. It was a pasting, wasn't it? Come on, Moscow, give us some hope here, because this is bad. I don't know what hope we can have. It does seem at, at which end of, the, um, of things going wrong we look down, whether it's um, Sterling being such a big miss that that's um, upsets our equilibrium, or also Cantona coming in. Seems to have been, this having a, him running around the pitch wearing number two seems to be nice in theory, but um, he was as bad as anybody out there and he's supposed to be better than all of them. So what exactly he's bringing to the table at the moment is uh, is hard to see apart from confusion. You know, Gary Speed at fullback, I know we were saying in the first half that um, he's versatile enough to play as a new Beckenbauer and should be the young player of the year but is he doing the best business for us by playing left back or right back or whichever back he's playing this week <laughs> and, um, and then because he's moved we've got Rod Wallace's on the wing when he was doing all this good work we had a good partnership with Chapman and Wallace got us this far through the season it all just seems to have got um, a long way from what was working it's disjointed isn't it and the basic stuff as well their opening goal just a really straightforward corner into the box Header, just easy. I mean, why have we done the whole, the whole game just easy for them? They hadn't scored in four games before this. They can't score. It is very easy to go and break one of these runs for someone, isn't it? It's like <laughs> if any if anyone was ever going to concede a goal 
never mind four against them, it was going to be us. But You'd think Lukic could have saved it, but he seemed more worried about crashing into Gordon Strachan on the post. <laughs> he's, he's a glass back. He can't, no, there can be no impact on him. An absolute catastrophe, isn't it? I mean, as we are going through the uh, all the things that went wrong, Lukic's uh, performance was a big part of it as well. It's not all just the outfield stuff. Wilkinson said afterwards, um, he was asked why he didn't make any substitutions. He said, well, because there was, you're not allowed a goalkeeper on the bench. <laughs> so that was a fairly um, withering assessment of what Lukic was like in this match. Yeah, the second one, it, it's hard to say if, if he's definitely for, to blame, but he seems slow out to it, is what I'd say. It's a ball over the top and he's he does just about get there, but the ball's already looping over him. And I think if the ball doesn't go in, it's probably a penalty as well because he absolutely clatters into, um, is it Mike Shearer who goes, mm. who's, who goes through on goal? So yeah, not... Not great there. I mean, we did have, we did almost have an equaliser in this at one 0 It's worth saying, which you know you never know how games turn on these things. But Tony Coton makes a great save, so we've got you know keeper at one end pulling out pulling out world class saves, and it, we've just seen him in the team of the year as well, Tony Coton. And then at the other end, that million quid absolute shambles. <laughs> we've got our uh, our chances as well in the the second half when we start coming back into it. Wallace has a good chance, but he skies it over the bar, and then Chris Fairclough of all people. He's up front trying to save this thing from 2-0 down. Um, and that's one of Colton's other good saves. But um, It's incredible. I mean, that, that undersells how good the footwork was here. I mean, I, mean, I know we can't place too much stock in it because we got absolutely dicks, but it was a good moment. I mean, uh, you know, while we are just letting everybody play wherever, let's stick Chris Fairclough up front. Well, I know we're trying everything else, but then um, it's Gary Speed trying to go forward that, uh, that screws us for the third goal, doesn't it? Oh, he just gets caught in position, possession, sorry, in the... Um, well, it's the right-hand side of midfield, which again goes back to highlight how things have just got so disjointed and out of whack and he loses the ball over there on the right-hand side. And Well, they just go forward and score because we're shit and we can't defend. And somehow we're letting Niall Quinn chip John Lukic from the edge of the penalty area, which again is just one of those things that shouldn't happen. Is it deflected on this one? I can't, or can I just not believe that Niall Quinn has done something oh, quite so deft and I mean, classy? Does it even matter? I mean, I think it might have been, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's just a very weird um, finish, but uh, Quinn looks happy about it. And then the the fourth goal, again, it's not to blame Gary Speed too much, but he is totally out of position on the third and fourth goals. They both happen in the right back position and both times he's sort of playing midfield, which he's a midfielder, so it's <laughs> to be expected. And yeah, I think we maybe with Sterling in the team, this doesn't happen if we have an experienced right back who knows knows how to play the position. Even, I mean, I'd dread to go on about it, but if Whitlow was in the team, we could put Dorigo either left or right. We could do something with them. We'd at least have players who are used to playing at fullback, at fullback. Speed, been absolutely fantastic the last two seasons, but and his versatility going up front when Chapman was injured and playing across midfield, and he's even he's popped up at the centre-back sometimes, all the different things he can do. But you can ask too much of a player. And um, I think just the lineup that we had out if they're not all performing then they've, they've not got the sort of the unity of the real experienced lineup to fall back on that I think is used to carry us through games like this where if you know if uh, if Lee Chapman's not playing very well we're still everybody else is doing the jobs that they know how to do but when we've got Cantona in and he's absolutely nowhere up front then because we're accommodating him by moving so many other players around everybody else is slightly off it as well and it all just it falls apart too easily mm. on reflection it's easy to look at the particular the fourth goal and say well 
just play John Newsom there. At least he's a defender. And also it means we get speed in something like his proper position as just well. Put, oh, in, one, in, a, in a more proper position than this anyway, because he's, for, for all that Wilkinson's saying he can play anywhere, right back is probably not somewhere that he's going to settle for any time. It's sort of, it's it's a, about what question we're trying to answer with this team at the moment. Because if you are replacing Sterling, you can put Newsom in and keep us quite defensively sound. He's not got the uh, the ability bombing forward down the wing, but he keeps us uh, tighter than speed can at the back. But if it's about getting Eric Cantona in the team, then that's where we're starting to, to go the other way. Because if Newsom played right back and speed is left wing, then Wallace can't play left wing. So does Wallace go to the bench or is Wallace playing up front with Chapman? And if Wallace is up front with Chapman, where's Cantona? He's probably on the bench. And would you drop Chapman for Cantona, even though, you know, one of them can, you know, do incredible bits of skill like he did to put Batty through against West Ham and then Chapman misses the chance. But Chapman is, the whole team has been geared around his head for three years. But it feels like um, solving the problem of Sterling not being there is beginning by putting Eric Cantona in the team up front and that's causing more of a problem than it would be to just put somebody at right back. Just knock on issues, isn't it? That's the problem. It's it's all got too complicated and it's got out of hand and it's got silly and I hate it. And Leeds have completely choked and it's awful. And we're in that awful situation now of um, cheering on Man City who've just pumped us because they're playing against Man United at Old Trafford midweek and we need a massive, massive favour from them. It's just... We need something there because after this, Scum have got the League Cup final next weekend, so they're... And that's um, when we've got Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah, it does kind of uh, stack up with the the games in hand being all over the place and how many games there are left for the boat for the two teams is still, you know... Well, it's not confusing, but when everybody's playing, everybody is hard to keep track of. Because it doesn't feel like a level playing field because they've constantly got the games in hand. Like Even yeah. now when they've made one of the games in hand back on us, they extend the games in hand again because not everybody's playing at the same time. Stupid mm. bloody thing. The one bright side is that despite this 4-0 defeat, they are still only one point ahead of us. Yeah, that's so true. That, that's that true. is surmountable. The problem is that they've got these two games in hand and you just assume, well... I don't know, because if Manchester City can beat us 4-0, they can get a result against Scum in midweek. And it's a derby, so it's a big game. But we it's about whether we've given Scum that confidence that they they know that if they get a big result there, um, that puts them four points ahead of us with a game in hand. And that's that makes it very difficult. That looks like good night Vienna then, doesn't it? But if we can just cling to the hope that Scum can lose some games between now and the end of the season... That's basically all we've got to go, go down to. But we heard Strachan after the match saying that uh, he wouldn't advise anybody to put their mortgage on Leeds United winning the league at this point. It sounds like they know then, doesn't it? I think we all suspected. And if they're saying that, then we know. Well, let's wrap up the results anyway from midweek. So through the week, we had uh, Arsenal 3 all against Forest, Villa 1, Sheffield United 1, Liverpool 4, Notts County 0. And as we said, Norwich 1, Man, uh, Man United 3 followed by the following day, Everton nil, Southampton 1, Spurs 3, West Ham nil. Thursday game as well, which is a bit strange, Wimbledon 3 nil against Forest. And the results for today, as we get into April, Chelsea 2, West Ham 1, Coventry nil, 1 against Arsenal, Palace 2, Everton nil, uh, Luton 2, Wimbledon 1, we lost 4 nil to Man City, Nottingham Forest nil, Sheffield Wednesday 2, so they've closed a bit of a gap on us as well. Uh, Sheffield United 2 nil against Oldham, Southampton 2, QPR 1, Spurs 2, Villa 5, leaves it with Man United top, played 35, 70 points, 
we've played 37, 69 points, and Sheffield Wednesday have played 36 and 63 points. So suddenly if they win their game in hand, they're back within three points of us, Sheffield Wednesday. I certainly didn't see us finishing the day with a worse goal difference than Man United, but we have managed it. So well done, Leeds. It's all uh, if, buts and maybes. But when you were reading the results out there, bearing in mind what we did last weekend, um, Spurs beating West Ham 3-0 and then Chelsea beating West Ham 2-1 the two big ones that stand out. If everybody else can beat West Ham... Why can't we? Yeah. Idiots. Absolute uh, idiots. And they've obviously um, one of Scum's games still to go. I think it's one of the games in hand is they have to go to West Ham so they'll probably just get an easy three points there. Well, West Ham are not going to continue bloody pulling these results out, are they? Well, they're not. They haven't. They got their nil-nil with us and now they're just reverted to being awful so no no doubt they will stick to that form when they play Man United. Well, we have, what, five games to go? They've got seven. Chelsea next at home. Uh, Ellen Road on April the 11th. Could have a new government by then. There's a general election this week. Even bothered after this. <laughs> Shut it down. Shit. Shut yeah. the country down. Stupid do. thing, isn't it? Well, we'll see, won't we? All right, uh, we'll get back together. Ellen Road for the Chelsea game, April the 11th. We'll speak to you then. The match ball. 